This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1837. Are you super stoked about this episode? Four enthusiasm idioms in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Today, we answer a listener question about the meaning of my heart is racing. Can we use it for things we're excited about? Find out today and get four other ways to say that you're excited. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? Hi, Lindsay. I am excellent. What about you? I'm so good. I'm so good. Guys, I want to let you know today's episode is over on YouTube as well as on the podcast. Good stuff. Well, Aubrey, I have a question for you today. All right, let's hear it. All right. So when is the last time that your heart was racing? Oh, my daughter, Penelope, scared me so bad the other night. We had just watched The Ring. I don't know if you've ever seen that scary yes, movie, The Ring. I have seen it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And we showed it to our daughter. She's 14. Yeah. And she loved it. But then a few minutes later, it was late. It was at night and we were getting ready to go to bed. And I went to get a glass of water and she was just standing outside my bedroom door with her hair in front of her face like this, just oh standing there. I, uh, my heart was definitely oh. racing after that. I screamed and jumped. It was pretty good. But also I'm like, never do that again, ever. Yeah. Never do that. Oh my God. That's so funny. And she was waiting to scare you. She's just yes, waiting outside the door. Waiting there. Wow. <laughs> You know, it's commitment. I'm sure she knew that like, oh, she's going to come out to yeah, something, yeah. make sure the kids are in bed or something. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So your heart was racing. And, and I guess what that is, is that's adrenaline pumping through your body, right? Right. Definitely. Yeah. That makes your heart beat faster. Cause yeah. yeah, that certainly happens when we're exercising and our heart rate gets up, but also right. if we're scared yes. or really nervous, just like you said, that adrenaline gets our heart beating faster. It really does. So why are we talking about this today, Aubrey, for our listeners? We had a really great listener question about this idiom for your heart to be racing. Let's go ahead and read this. Okay. So I'll start off reading. Here we go. I'm Sang Chung from South Korea. I listen to your podcast every day on the way to school. It's so instructive and I love your show. That's awesome. Thank you for yes. listening to this listener, Sang Chung. Thank you. By the way, I have a question about the phrase, my heart is racing. 
is it okay to use this phrase when I'm excited or is this phrase only used when I'm scared? If so, are there any phrases that I can say when I'm excited? Thank you for reading my email and have a good day. Sign Chung. Awesome. Such a good question. This is really yes. intuitive of this student to recognize idiomata idioms have such specific meanings. Yes. And often we might be using it in more ways than it's appropriate. So a really yes. high level question here. Yeah, guys, we love your questions. So send them in to Lindsay at all earsenglish.com. Let us know what your questions are. And if it's a good question, we'll do an episode on it. All right. Yes, for sure. So this is interesting. I would say heart is racing is definitely appropriate for both scared and excited and definitely also nervous. Oh my gosh. But I, when I use it the most, be like, oh, my heart is racing is more often for nervous and scared for me. If I'm excited, I feel like there are other things I would say. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think we reserve um, the heart racing for kind of, yeah, nervousness or fear. And there's Mm -hmm. lots more fun things that we can say, as you said, let's have more fun when we're excited. Yes. I feel like that heart is racing has just enough negative connotation that it, it it sort of um, brings up those feelings of either fear or nervousness. Mm. Whereas being excited, like you said, has more of a positive connotation. So natives would understand what you meant. If you say like, Oh, I'm really excited to go on this roller coaster. My heart is racing. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's okay. More often, yeah, we use it with just that little bit of a negative of something scary. Yeah, because I don't know if your heart really races when you're excited. Like, I don't know if mine does. It's uh, other feelings, right? But it's not the same where the adrenaline is kicking in Mm -hmm. like that, right? Good point. It's like it has to be nerves and excitement. Yeah. I would only say my heart is racing if I'm excited about something, but also I think of roller coasters, also nervous and scared. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the reason my heart is racing is that part of it is the nervousness part of it. Oh, so like if, if I'm just excited that my sister's going to have a baby, I would never say my heart is racing. No, I would use something else to talk about how excited I am. Yeah. So again, the heart is racing is about the physical response, right? The body's mm-hmm. responding to fear or giving you a pump of adrenaline. And so let's talk now, Aubrey, about what we can say when we're excited. We're going to go in that direction today, right, Aubrey? Exactly. Okay. We have four idioms that you can use to say that you're excited about something instead of my heart is racing. That would be more native, more appropriate. Let's yes, dive into these. I love it. All right. All right. This first one is good. This one, I've always thought of this as like kind of California English a little bit. Like I'm stoked. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel like it used to be more like surfer dudes that said this, but I think it's become a little more mainstream because I use it all the time. I hear people use it all the time. It's become more mainstream for For sure. sure. I think in the nineties, if you said this, people would be like, you're stoked. You know, they would probably make fun of you a little bit. <laughs> Maybe, but now everyone says it. Getting We've there, getting there. It. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So stoked about something about what, Aubrey? What are some examples for our listeners? Yeah, you might say I'm stoked about the concert I'm attending next week. I actually just went to AJR. I don't know if you've heard of them, but we went oh. two nights ago okay. to AJR in a huge venue and I was very stoked. <laughs> That's awesome. What kind of music is AJR? What, what, mm, like it's sort of pop, but they use okay. a lot of synthesizers to make really fun beat drops and stuff. Oh, it's these three cool. brothers. They actually talked a lot during the show and they started mm. in New York City oh. performing in parks and subways. 
with like Ooh. no one there and they've become quite popular. They have several that's, albums now. You'll have to check them out. That's so and inspiring. so it was fun to hear. Yeah. How they started and how they just stuck with it, even though for like 10 years, they had no following 10 was, years. Yeah. Most people after yeah. 10 years would, would, would say, up. okay, this is just like, we don't have the talent or something's not right here. Let's move on. I wonder, I would like to interview them. I wonder what got them to continue, you know, continue. I think part of it is because it was three brothers. So they're also getting to hang out together. Yeah. And I feel like they really knew like, this is good. This is unique. This is a good sound. It's going to catch on. And it just took longer than they hoped, but they believed in it and they were right. And now they're really popular. There were 10,000 people at this concert. Oh, guys, if you have something that, you know, is true talent, you know, you're making something different music, art whatever it is, writing, you know, just kind of take care of that, right. You know, cradle it and take care of it and nurture it and make it better and better and don't give up on it. Right. Unless you're hundred percent sure it's not going to work out. Keep going for it. Such a good lesson. Give it the time. Sometimes it takes more time than we would like. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. All right. Here's another example. When they told me I did well on the interview, I was stoked, right? I was stoked. Yeah. Good. And I, I like often it. hear this collocated with super, super stoked. I'm super, super stoked. stoked to go to the boobies later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, good. So guys, write that one down. That is number one. What's number two? Yes, is to be on the edge of one's seat. Uh-huh. And this can be literal or idiomatic. It yeah. definitely means excited. Also, maybe sometimes nervous anticipation. Yeah. So for example, if you say the movie was very suspenseful, I was on the edge of my seat. You maybe literally were sitting on the edge of your seat, yes. but you could also have been using it idiomatically. Maybe you're laying in bed watching a movie, but you're on the edge of your seat because there's so much suspense. You're like biting your fingernails, right? nervous and, and excited for what's going to happen next. Oh, I know. Yeah. Here in Denver, there's been a lot of sport. I haven't really, I don't really care too much about basketball and hockey, but you know, people in my world really love sports. And so there's been an abs are in the Stanley cup. I think the avalanche Colorado avalanche, and then our basketball team played against the golden state warriors. We lost, but they had a great run. So I think all of Denver was on the edge of their seats for sports games. Guys are a good example. Movies Mm -hmm. also voting night. Election night is a great example of when you would be on the edge of your seat, right? Yes. Right. Watching the polling results come in. We're all on the edge of our seats, hoping that our candidate wins. Yes. Oh my gosh. Good example. Good example. All right. Do we have anything else here? One more example there. I think the times in my life when I've been the most on the edge of my seat is waiting to hear how I did for a job interview, or if I'm going to get a promotion at work, Mm -hmm. you know, just that anticipation hope. So you could say I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to hear back about this promotion. Yeah. Or other examples from my childhood report cards, getting tests back. Oh, getting scores back. I used to get so nervous. Your ACT scores, SAT scores. I was definitely on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Or when the teacher goes around, just hands out tests or quiz scores with a big red on the top, your grade on the top, like, Oh God, I'm so nervous. Yeah. (laughs) I just saw a a show. Oh, it was on stranger things. on one of the new episodes where she's passing them out and commenting on each one. She's like, I'm disappointed in you. You could have done better. You did great. I'm like, do teachers really do that? That is a terrible thing to do. Awful. That's awful. So mean. So So mean. mean. So mean. Everyone a target like that. All right, let's keep going. Let's do the next one. So what's the next one, Aubrey? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? Oh my gosh. This yes, is good. I love this. I use it all the time. <laughs> Have you heard this one, Lindsay? It's maybe a yeah. little more rare. 
Yeah. I thought this is something you'd say to someone when they wake up. Oh, you look bright eyed and bushy tailed could be sarcastic, but am I wrong? I could have been wrong. Well, I don't it know. is, it is part of that, right? Meaning yeah. that you're like awake and alert, okay. like, okay, I've had my coffee. I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed yeah. means yeah. like wide awake and ready to go. Okay. But we also will use it if someone seems excited or really oh, prepared, right? It's just a way to describe someone who's like very alert for whatever reason. Okay. Got it. It makes me think of like a rabbit, a little rabbit yes. hopping around. Like, are we trying to say you're like a right rabbit? Open eyes. Of energy. <laughs> <laughs> what are we trying to say? Cause we don't have tails, you know, it's just funny. I don't know. No, Some it of these is funny. It's so just weird. the opposite of that lethargic feeling where you're just yeah. like, you know, clearly no yeah. energy yeah, that yeah, is yeah. not bright eyed and bushy tailed, right? <laughs> this is very much someone who's high energy, wide awake, ready to go. I love it. I love it. And then another example, you know, I need some coffee if you expect me to be bright eyed and bushy tailed in the meeting, right? Do you need your exactly. coffee in the morning, Aubrey, to, to be ready to go? Good to go? Not really. I feel like I drink coffee because I love the taste. Yeah. I started using almond milk, vanilla creamer. And, oh my goodness. It's so delicious. So um, but I often in the morning, I won't have it. I don't feel any different. Yeah. I've been off you? of coffee for the last seven days. The first time in probably 12 years that I've been off of coffee just to see what happens. And I feel pretty clear minded. Like I feel good. I, I haven't felt the fogginess that I feel sometimes mm. in the morning, but I'm not nice. sure if the coffee is creating that fogginess or if it's just something, I don't know. It's interesting. Like it's a placebo. You just like yeah, think exactly. it. So it, it is. probably is. <laughs> I want to point out a really native expression you use yeah. to be off of something. Great we episode. really don't usually say like, I stopped drinking coffee. We'll always say it like you did say like, okay, right. I'm off coffee. I've been off coffee for seven days. It Exactly. That would be another great episode idea. How to say when you stop doing something, right? A mm-hmm. habit. Um, guys, we'll cover that another day. Hit follow to make sure you don't miss it. Do we have time for the next one, Aubrey? What do you think? Yes, we got one okay. last one here. One last Raring one. to go. Okay. This is really funny. It means you're excited, but also really eager. So yes. I'll say this about my kids sometimes. If they're in the car 10 minutes before I'm ready, I'll be like, oh, they're raring to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, you know, we're raring to go on this new project at work. Raring to go. I love that. I love that. So common. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good call. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right, Aubrey, let's do a role play. Shall we? Yes, let's do it. So you and I are attending an industry conference. Here we go. I'm seriously stoked about the keynote speaker. I've heard she's amazing. Yes. A friend of mine heard her speak and said he was on the edge of his seat the entire time. That is impressive. Sometimes these speakers can be pretty dull. I know I'll wake up and be bright eyed and bushy tailed before a talk. And then if it's not engaging before long, I'm falling asleep. Oh, yep. Same here. I was raring to go before a talk on the first day. And then it was a bit of a letdown. What is a letdown, Aubrey? Oh, yeah. That's a good bonus phrase. It means a disappointment. That's a disappointment. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, you feel let down. I was let down by that. Exactly. Exactly. Should we really quickly go through these just to quickly show our listeners how we used them? 
Yeah, let's do it. So okay. first you said you're seriously stoked, stoked. super stoked or seriously stoked <laughs> exactly. about the keynote speaker. And then you said, uh, he said he was on the edge of his seat the entire time, right? Yep, he was excited for mm-hmm. this. And yeah. then I said, I'll sometimes wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Like yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready. Lots of energy. And then if a talk is boring, yes, I, I lose it. Yeah, I get really tired. It. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then the last one I said, yep, same. I was raring to go before a talk on the first day. Right. So you're talking about you were excited. And then unfortunately the speakers weren't so good. So you lost your energy. Right? Exactly. You experienced that letdown. It's such yeah. a bummer. That has definitely happened to me before. Oh, and that? it's really oh. sad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. What's the takeaway for our listeners today? Yeah, this is a very common conversation topic, guys, to talk about what we're excited about, what's coming up next weekend or a trip we're going to take soon. So you want to be ready to chat with other people about this with native, interesting vocabulary like today's idioms. Yeah. I mean, you know, connection starts when you're excited about things, right? You know, it's harder to connect with someone who's just kind of feeling kind of plain and things aren't exciting, you know, guys be excited. I'm sure you are excited, but have a way to say it. So use these expressions. Okay. Yes, exactly. You don't want to have to every time say I'm excited about the trip I'm about to take, right? Say you're super stoked. Say you're raring to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Much more interesting. Um, so guys, that is the way we can actually connect in English. And that's what we want for you guys is connection. All right. Good stuff. Okay, Aubrey. All right. This has been fun as always. And I'll see you in the next one. Yes. Awesome. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.